Join us for a brief moment of clarity if you are confused. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Did you notice on YouTube that Bill said... He likes... I love that bumper music. (laughs) How many months? Thank you, Bill. How many months have we been waiting for Bill? Somebody tell Bill it's the same music that he's been complaining about. It's the same music. Well, and we're about to change it. (laughs) (laughs) Season three coming up, Bill. Get ready. Welcome back to Kingdom Speak, everyone. Yes. I have a hot review that is... Fresh off the pages of the algorithms. Five-star Apple podcast review. Love Kingdom Speak, two exclamation points. You know it's extra when they put an extra one. Any caps? No. No, just two exclamation points. They weren't yelling. No. No, there's no loud loud voices. As a pastor, this is one of my favorite go-to places to be ministered to. Always encouraging, challenging, and thought-provoking. Keep following the Lord as he uses this ministry to bless his people. We will say amen to you, Pastor. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. So I had this neat thing happen. I was in Tennessee. Tennessee. And was with uh, Pastor Uzzle mm-hmm. and First Pentecostal Church in Union City. Mm-hmm. And they put a lot of on listeners a, in Tennessee. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. We do. And so I'm I'm there, and our guest has is well more traveled than I, so he would understand what I'm saying. When you when when you're done speaking, you know you're kind of getting off the platform, and and you're still kind of and, and altar service was still going, and I was slipping out to 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 get changed up, mm-hmm. and this young man comes over, and he and I'm expecting there to be. You know, thank you for that message tonight. Mm-hmm. And he reaches out and shakes my hand and he says, can I get an amen? Oh, nice. Can I get a hallelujah? <laughs> <laughs> let's do it again. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Can yeah. I get an amen? Amen. amen? Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. So it, it, it took me a minute to realize, hey, this is a kingdom speaker coming up here. So it's a kingdom yeah, speaker. Cool. That was neat. Cool. That was neat. Man, we have got a show lined mm. up for today. Mm. We have fine imported quality from California. <laughs> yes. From the West Coast. Hey, California reps well, too. They're yep. one of our lead, yep. lead listening states. Yep. Yeah. So Bishop Steve Buxton is joining us all the way from San Diego, California. Welcome. Welcome. Yes, sir. Man, Bishop, we are thrilled to have you on Kingdom Speak with us today. Well, it is, it's an honor to be here with you guys. Truly is. Truly is. We, we have gone back. Our families have, have been family friends for years. Um, your ministry has impacted our church, um, our marriages. You've done marriage retreats until we laughed. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our sides were hurting. True. We had fun. And now 
we are we're going to experience another mm-hmm. uh, aspect of ministry, and that's you have, having you on the podcast. So with you're us today. you're an elder. I have to ask you do Do you know what a podcast is? Well, you know, I I thought a, a podcast is when you were throwing out uh, already germinated seeds to gr- quickly grow yeah. a garden. Yeah. I've learned that it's not. Yeah, I had a hunch that when you're like podcast, huh? What is that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or a podcast was somebody is angry with curd coffee and they're throwing yeah. that's they're more like it. the pods out. That's more like it. I just felt something when you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well. This is not Keurig. Amen. Is that Breville? This is Ethiopian Irgashafe from the Breville. Hallelujah. Come on. Somebody say amen to that. The only thing that could improve it is the mug. Mm -hmm. So we're going to work on that. No, poor people have poor ways. And so this is just a (laughs) 20-year-old cup. What can I say? Yeah, absolutely. But it still works. Yes, yes. We got. We got to know. Does your outfit fully color coordinate top to bottom? Absolutely. Yes. Just depends who's defining coordination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, it fully coordinates. We, we have some proof of some interesting behind the scenes work to our audience. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna put it behind a paywall because it's that good. It's that good. What's a paywall? What's yeah. a- <laughs> where you cast a pod <laughs> oh i got yeah. it yeah. i got it yeah yeah you put up you put that pod in a youtube and and it, it, it's amazing <laughs> i am learning a lot yeah. already yeah. i bet you are already i'm learning okay it's it's enough we need yeah. to pull back from the teaching and we need to let you teach a while we we really didn't bring you on to educate you today but well this is good <laughs> This hey, is good. We are truly honored to have you with us. How are things going in San Diego? You know, things are well. I'm, I'm very, very, very thankful. God's been good to us. Um, you know, we've been here since September 4th, 1994. Wow. And um, we, we took a group with eight people. We had eight people, our very first service. And, and uh, God has blessed. He has blessed. And a couple of years ago, I transitioned from senior pastor to bishop. My son, uh, Brother Joel Buxton, is now the pastor, and I am doing my best to help him and support him. They're doing a great job. It it is a day of revival for people that want revival. It's it's revival time. Absolutely. The church is ripe. The church is ripe. Revival. Absolutely. You know, the past two years, everybody's saying about things shutting down. It's been two years of growth. Sure. It's been two years of miracles mm-hmm. and blessings mm-hmm. and, and yeah. anointing. In the midst of it all, the church has thrived. So yeah. bring it on. You know, I, I, I think not trying to over-sensationalize the, the, the moment, but I think that this could have contributed to that falling away of a lot of perceived churches, churchgoers, but the true apostolic church is like, pulsing with with revival you, you know pastor McKillop, i i did a i did a study sometime in the last two years in the midst of this quote-unquote sure. pandemic i studied i studied the effects of pandemics in the bible mm. 
without exception, the people of God always flourished, thrived, and took new territory in what was a pandemic. So I believe it's a setup, setup for the church. And, you know, you're going to see what you're looking for. And I think true apostolic people are looking for opportunities to get something accomplished for the kingdom of God. Yeah. And so um, I'm excited, encouraged. Um, You know, all of us have had to deal with the nuances of these last 24 months. I mean, January of 20, I was in China. Mm. So you're the guy. You're patient zero. I was I was coming back with a pocket full of Wuhan, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. No, I was coming back from the Philippines and you know, I'm in the process of getting back into the states, hearing all of these rumblings. I get in in February and then bam, you know, we we were presented with challenges across this globe that that have both been painful and exciting at the mm, same time. Right. Mm, and so yeah. It, the the aftermath of it is where is where my heart's really been stirred. The aftermath of all of this, and by by aftermath, let let me. I'm, I'm just going to be kind of not kind of. I'm going to be very transparent. Go ahead. I think I think the biggest pandemic that our globe has faced was. Not COVID, but it was fear. Uh, yeah. It was fear yeah. because because it was like trying to pin Jello to a wall. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew how to contain it. Nobody mm-hmm. knew how to put a pin in it. Nobody right. nobody knew how to to right. to nail it to a wall. And so it it was constantly shifting and moving and and morphing, which does not play well to the human psyche. Sure. Because the human psyche is fearful most of what they don't know. That's what drives the fear. The it, exactly. unknown. Absolutely. So so the unknown, the unknown has been like a blanket of doom across our globe. I recently returned back from Africa just uh, about eight weeks ago. And and I was in five different African nations seeing unprecedented revival. I was invited in 2019 to preach a Trinitarian conference in, in Zambia. And I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I knew it wasn't an apostolic venue. It was a Trinitarian venue. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I was invited by Bishop Frank Mwinga, who had just recently got the Holy Ghost. I met him in Kenya. He invited me to come. And before, before I made the trip, I called one of my dear friends, Brother Bass, took a couple men from our local church, flew, got on an airplane, didn't know where we were headed, but I, I'm going to cut to the chase. In just a couple of days, it blew up in an apostolic revelation oh, to where they, they came and grabbed us and said, baptize us now. Before we left, we baptized, I believe, a hunt. 118, if my figures are correct, preachers and bishops. Since then, there's hundreds that's been baptized. I just, we just returned back. And um, Brother Bass and I went again 
took Brother Wilmoth, took, took a couple other men, Brother Larry Worth, and powerful, powerful, powerful. But I got over there, and, and more importantly than fear, we see a people that, that are hungry, but they were dealing with confusion. Uh, Confused. Yeah. Yeah. We're hungry for truth. We, we realize, I mean, I, I heard Bishop Winga get up and preach that for 40 years I've been preaching heresy. And he said, God's been so good to me and brought me truth. Wow. And, and, what a, and then what a, at what the a same statement, time, Bishop, what a statement. It was a powerful statement. That's a long time. A powerful statement. Wow. I mean, with tears, he wept. He's trying to rebaptize all of them in Jesus' name. But, but you see these people, they feel the witness of the Holy Ghost. They, they know something's happened, but they're confused. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, if I can get back to where I was headed, I think that, that the biggest pandemic, we have shifted globally from fear to confusion. Hmm. Yeah. And confusion is the pandemic of the mind and spirit. In just about every social circle that I've been in, people are confused. Don't know what to believe. Mm-hmm. I, I, let's just talk about COVID if I, if I can. I, yeah. I hate to even say it, but yeah. they don't know what to believe. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't know who to believe. Mm-hmm. They don't know who to listen to. The, yeah, the easiest thing in the world to say is believe the science. But you can find science that supports every view out there. Every view. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? Every view. Isn't it ironic in an age of information? We have the least amount of information available. <laughs> yeah, of clarity of information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought the other day flying on an airplane, I thought, so two shots of a vaccine didn't stop it. A booster didn't stop it. And they're still wanting me to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> right. You were confused. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm confused. Yes. You know, and then, you know, then people holler at me about, because I'm not a proponent of the mask. I'm, I'm, it's probably not politically correct, but anyhow, I'm not a proponent of, of it. And and if masks work, then wear your mask. You ought to be fine. Don't worry about me. I'll yeah. take the risk. Right. But it's confusion. Right. And and whatever happens outside the walls of truth, eventually move inside the walls of truth. And, and I think the confusion in our society today is moving into the confusion in, in the minds of great men and wow. women of God wow. that are battling with what's really going on. I mean, when you have people believing that the mark of the beast can be administered by a vaccination, right? and you look at these people and they're they're good people. Yes. You love these people. Right. But you realize a person with sanity, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. is not going to believe that the mark of the beast is going to come in a vaccination form against a virus. Right. They're confused. You know, I, I, had, I had that discussion a few times, <laughs> and um, I said, you know, I, I, I wasn't expecting the mark of the beast this this quick to be rolled out like this, but I for sure wasn't expecting some of the medical professionals in my church to be administering it. 
<laughs> I never saw that coming. <laughs> no, neither neither did I. And so this this confusion yeah. track has it's I think that God in the midst of it all has, has been talking to me about the spirit of confusion. Mm. I mean, how can the very elect be deceived if they're not, first of all, confused? Very well said. I think this confusion is playing in the hands of the adversary and, and Oxford defines confusion as this, a lack of understanding. Mm. uncertainty um also the state of being bewildered or unclear in one's mind about something yeah mm. yeah I, I i think that god knew what he was doing when he allowed the scripture to tell us that the sons of issachar yeah. had understanding yes yes Yes. They, they somehow move through the morass and the fog of, right. of, of, of fear and, and, and confusion and yes. white noise. Yes. And God understanding that, that while others may be unclear, the people of God don't need to be unclear. Right. Huh. If because the trumpet give an uncertain sound wow. yeah and so i you know could it be could it be that all of this is is working as a precursor for the holy ghost wow to grab the wow. church by the shoulders wow and say don't get lost in the fog <laughs> god don't yes. be uncertain Mm-hmm. There's clarity. Yes. In the evening times, yes. it's going to be light. It's not going to be foggy. Yes. It's exactly. going to be light. There's going to be clarity. There's going to be direction. There's going to be anointing. There's go- somebody's going to get a hold of this. Yes. Excuse me. I'm, yes. I, I'm doing a podcast. No, Excuse go. Me. This I'm is telling it. you. This is I, it. I'm telling you, somebody, and the somebody is the church. Mm-hmm. Right. Better get some clarity. Of the moment that we are in, if not, we're going to abort one of the greatest revivals I believe the world's ever going to know. We're going to miss our visitation. Hmm. You will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. This is the way. Walk ye in it. This is the way. Is that not part of the confusion, not trying to hijack or get ahead of, of, of where you're going here? But man... There's just a lot of voices out there right now. Voices. That's all we hear are voices. Yeah. And it seems like Everybody, all of the mics, all of the mics are set at the same volume. It's, it's just, you know. And, mm. and it's, you know, it, it's just the mindless prattle. Chatter. It's, yeah. it's the babble. It's the babble of well, confused. Well. <laughs> it's just prattle. And, yeah. and, and 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 today people people don't communicate anymore they just talk oh very true oh mm-hmm. they just talk what's what's that saying that the only way the only way that you could say less is talk more 
and, and you know, may, you know, I, I'm 64 years of age. So I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an immigrant into this technology. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I, I've, I've, I've migrated into it. I've immigrated into it. Whereas the majority of, of, of people around us and, and, and leadership today, they're natives. They were born into this. Right. But still in my own 64 year old mind, I, I, I have a hard time believing that people believe that the world is interested in what they're eating for breakfast. <laughs> that they got to, yes, they got to video it and show it's like, yeah. Eat your donut and shut up. Yes, that's right. Exactly. I don't yeah. want to hear that. Right. In the reality of almost 8 billion people on this globe dying lost and going to hell. What's the donut have to do with it? I don't get it. Right. I right. don't get it. Right. It's just noise. It's, it's white noise. It's, you said it correctly, Pastor. Everybody's mics set on the same volume and nobody's listening. Right. They're confused. Nobody's listening and everybody's wanting to be heard. Yeah, but what are they saying? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, sorry. No, is, this, is this a podcast or is this a, I call this a rant where I come from. <laughs> this is perfect. This, this will fit down the YouTube. You're good. <laughs> well, can, can I bring the Bible into this today? <laughs> yeah. Just go slow now. Go slow. Can I, can I bring the Bible into this? We, in, in, we, in, we had a few Bible bombs all cued, so we're good. I love it. Okay. In, in the book of Psalms, 137, this is, this is where I've been for months. Let's go. This is where I've been. Psalms 137. Psalm 137, verse 1. By the rivers of Babylon. Oh, yeah. There we sat down. We wept. We wept. When we remembered when Zion. When we remembered Zion. Wow. We, we hanged our harps. Yes. Upon the willows therein, or, or it, in, the in the midst there, thereof. Yeah. For there they that carried us away captive wow required of us a song and they that wasted us required of us mirth yes saying sing sing us one of the songs of zion and the response check this out how now i don't want to put anything into the mouth of david but the response of a confused people were was Oh yeah! How shall we sing the Lord's song in a, in a strange, strange land? In a strange land. Wow! How how can we sing Zion songs? Yeah, yeah. In 2022. Yeah. How can we yeah. sing the songs of liberty and victory and deliverance when we're all still locked down, locked out, yeah. isolated, masked up, running? in fear. And, and so this bugged me, this stirred me. And so I, I started digging back into my scripture, trying to find the first time Babel was ever mentioned. And you, you, you brother know what I'm talking about. 
Sure. It takes us back to tower. a tower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. takes us back to where men, yeah. men chose not to listen to the voice of God. Yes. Hmm. It's when men trusted their science. Oh. It's when men trusted their engineering. Yes. It's when men said, I don't know. I don't know. What if he doesn't? Right. They were all about building their own approach to the heavenlies and manufacturing their own method and way. We'll, we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. Well, well, well we, we believe in God. Yeah. We love God. Yeah. yeah. We trust God. Mm-hmm. We, we have How a saying well? here, we got to throw this in and I can explain it to you later. I like God. I like God. I like God. Yeah, I like God. <laughs> okay. I like God. But, you know, and in, in that same vein, they say, yeah, but God gave me a brain. And God gave me an engineering degree and God gave me mechanical aptitude and God gave me this and God gave me that. So, so am I not listening to the voice of God by building a tower? I mean, look what we're doing. And so man began to build his own approach to the spiritual, to the realm of the heavenlies. Wow. And there was, there was, uh, there was a, multifaceted edge to what he was doing too, wasn't there? Because he was going to do it to build a name while he's building the, the tower. He was also building a name to himself. To himself. There was two, two construction sites going on at the same time. Absolutely. And, and both products would fail. Sure. And, wow. And God himself, you read it. He said, you know what? I'm going to have to come down and mess this up. Yes. Because these men have put their minds together. Yes. And nothing's going to be with Nothing will stop it. Nothing's going to stop it. So how did God stop it? He didn't stop it with a flood. He didn't stop it with an earthquake. Right. He didn't stop it with a tsunami. Confusion. He confused them. Wow. He, wow. The very, and it, it's interesting to me, Pastor, that the very first time we see confusion, we also see social distancing. Oh, <laughs> come on. All of you that speak Spanish over there, all of you that speak French over there, all of you that speak German over there, all of Yes. And they were distanced. They were separated. Yes. And if I was preaching right now, there's probably nothing any more confusing to people than all of the division. Yes. Isolation. Isolation. Separation. Yes. That group there. That group there. <laughs> this group here. Right. And it's Babel. Yes. You said it. Same mics. Same level. Yes but nobody understands what's being spoken. So, so when I, when I got to reading in Psalms 137, I got to thinking this was one of the most ugly times for Israel. You want to talk about study your history as I know that you do, but you want to talk about a gruesome, brutal time in the history of Israel was the Babylonian captivity. For sure. These were people 
that they had suffered at the hands of many other nations, but nobody brutalized them like the Babylonians. History, history teaches us that, that it was somewhere uh, from around 597 BC to 538, 540 BC that the children of Israel um, fell into what we, we call Babylonian captivity. It was one of the darkest times ever for the people of God. Her enemies prospered. Her enemies did her best to destroy them. And the Bible says that the Lord afflicted them. Yes. That even in the midst of this, God afflicted his own people for the multitude of their transgressions. Yes. And, 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 and there's a lot to be said, but I, I, I want to I move from that. But, but her children, the children of the people of God now, find themselves in Babylonian captivity, or can I say it this way for the next few minutes, in the captivity of confusion. Wow. It was confusion Absolutely. that held them captive. It was yes. confusion that held them in bondage. It was confusion that bound their hearts and their minds and their mouths and their arms. It was confusion that took them from, from their present. It took them from their present. It took them from what God had promised them. Yes. And it held them captive in their own confusion. And until finally, until finally in our text, it's by the rivers of confusion. confusion. Yes. Yes. Finally, it's that's the where they noise. were hanging out. <clears throat> they, you know, you studied the Babylonians, what they did. This was very common in, in their tactics when they would conquer a when they would conquer a, a people, oftentimes they would divide families and they would, they would murder some of the members of the family and allow some of the living members to live, but they would make sure that when they marched them out of their place, they would march them over and through the blood and the bodies of their own fallen family. Wow. Because the Babylonians knew that the war we're gonna fight, it has to be a war between the ears psychological psychological we've got to humiliate them yeah we've got we've got to depress them well, that's why they marched them naked you know it, it there, there's no other reason for that than humiliation it was humiliation because nebuchadnezzar <laughs> knew something nebuchadnezzar knew if I'm going to destroy the people of God I can't do it like Pharaoh did it because Pharaoh lost them well, yeah. Pharaoh had him, and Pharaoh lost him. Yeah. How did Pharaoh op oppress the people of God? Physically. Yes. But he never split but them up. <laughs> never split them up. He oppressed yes. them physically. And then, then, then what, what, did the, what did the midwives run back to Pharaoh and say? The more, the, the more pressure we put on these women, the, more the stronger children they're have giving right. birth to. Right. And so, O King Nebuchadnezzar realized, I can't do what Pharaoh did. Pharaoh's big mistake was he left them together. Wow. And he let them worship. Let them sing even, together. Let them, yeah. 
even yeah. before, even, you know, even before they finally got out of there, when he was trying to make a deal with Moses, he said, well, look, I'll let you worship together, but except for them, right? You can have church, but not with them. Right. And what did, they, and what did knew, they say? So we, they said, we ain't leaving a hoof behind. We ain't leaving a hoof. This, this, this is all or nothing. Because Israel understood there is, there is unmitigated power in unity yes. and in togetherness. Yes. And if we are together, yes. what I can't do, my brother can. Yes. And what, what part I can't sing, my sister can. Right. And so, and so together, Israel understood, don't separate us. Don't divide us from our leadership. Don't divide us from our ministry. Don't divide us from the, those old men that put that box on their shoulders. Don't separate us. Yes. Nebuchadnezzar knew. I, you know, I believe that Nebuchadnezzar and Pharaoh and other kings, they, they compared notes. Of course. When the kings got together, they, hey, this hey, worked Neb, and this didn't. This worked out didn't. And I, 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 I can hear them talking. I don't know what's in it. But when them old men get that box on their shoulders, yeah. something, I don't know what's in there, but something's in there. I don't know what happened, but something happens. And I hear them comparing notes. If you go to war with Israel, you better make sure them old men in that box don't get out don't of something because if they do, that box. <laughs> Katie, bar the door. Uh, it, it, it's over. Yes. And so, and so, and so here's, here's Babylon. Oh, that's good. Here's confusion leading Israel until finally they come to the waters. They come to the water's edge. And they can't take it anymore. It, it, it's interesting that, that Nebuchadnezzar is soon, the, the, the first thing that he attacked was the southern, southern kingdom. You read okay. your Bible. Yep. He, he attacked the southern kingdom first. The first tribe he separated was Judah. Ah, uh, yeah. If if I can stop their worship, yes. If yes. I can stop their singing, yes. If I can shut down their harping, yeah. If I can <laughs> shut down their choirs, then I then then I can I can I can conquer these people, but I can't conquer them as a group. I got to conquer them. I got to separate them. A com a compartmentalized people is a conqueror. Bull. It's a it's a conquerable people. Wow. And so he, he began to separate and divide and you know. And he had pretty good success, except he he forgot four men that got together. Oh, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And <laughs> when they come together, a fourth man jumped in that fire. Yeah. So so, so but but here in, in, in Psalms, by the rivers of confusion, we sat down. Mm. The, the passion of my spirit is that apostolic people in the midst of all the noise that's being pumped in our spirits, number one, we never sit down. Uh. I'm not going to sit down and listen to the waters of Babylon. I'm not going to get my direction on 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 the internet right. i'm not going to get right. my church on the internet right. i am not going to forsake the house of god i'm not going to sit on my couch and eat a box of 
of Twinkies and say, I've been to church. <laughs> we've all, we've all had to do stuff yes. just trying to survive the last couple of years. But I'm afraid there are some people they've adopted that it. have been forever separated from the body and they've hung their harp on a willow because they sat down by the rivers of Babylon. Wow. Pastor McKillop, wow. the only thing to counteract the rivers of Babylon is a well springing up inside. The only thing to drown out the noise that's around us is a vibrant, powerful move of the Holy Ghost inside of us. That's why we need more church. The devil knows what he's doing. Yes. He knows what he's doing. Yes. They haven't they haven't shut down the abortion clinics. Exactly. They haven't shut down the dope shops. Right. They haven't shut down the liquor stores. There's a reason they're trying to shut down the church. It's because wow. they know we got a well. We've got a well, and that well is going to drown out the noise of the rivers of Babylon. And that well will empower you to sing in a strange land. Say on. Say on. And so their captors, once they realized, number one, the first mistake they, they made was sitting down. Well, that's good. Yes. Yes. They sat down. I never find in the New Testament model that this, this thing called living for God has ever been likened to a place we sit. It's always been a walk, a race, a run. Right. We can't sit down. We can't sit down in this time. We can't sit down in the face of everything that we're dealing with. We can't sit down in the face of a world that's hungry. We can't sit down and be lulled to sleep by the rushing waters of confusion. Oh, man. And our world's confused. I guess it is. Let's be honest. And to tap into what you said just a few moments ago, there is that bleed over into the church world where that spirit of confusion it exactly. really it, it 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 can begin to encroach upon the church uh, encroach upon good people that have no no conscious thought that they would ever succumb st- push back the hand of the man of god in their life they're 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 hearing messages of faith and hope but then they're hearing the rushing waters of babel and oh, confusion god. and they're caught in the tension Yes. I'm talking good people. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. It harkens me back to where the scripture says that God's going to have to shorten the time. So the very elect yes. won't be. De- How can the elect be deceived if the precursor to deception is not confusion? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so they hang their harp on a willow. The harp, that instrument of victory. That instrument of anointing, that instrument of praise, that instrument that brought me over, that instrument that pushed back the spirits of the adversary. They hung it up because of confusion, and they sat down. They sat down. They hung it up, and then their captor started talking to them. Sing now, baby. Preach now, preacher. Have revival now, preacher. Yeah. You got COVID in your yeah. church, preacher. Yeah. Your doors are shut right now, preacher. There's laws against you right now. Preach yeah. now, preacher. Yeah. 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 Having done all to 
Stand. Stand. <laughs> Not sit down. Not sit. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. When you've done all, stand. Stand. God. Stand. There's got to be pushback. Blessed is I'm the t- man. Come on now. God of mercy. That- There's got to be pushback and resolve in the hearts yes. of the people of God that said, wait a minute. We, we are caught in the, in the collision of two worlds. Right. I remember many years ago, there was a powerful book written. And the opening line was, it was the best of times. And the worst. Of it times. was the worst of times. Yeah. That's where we are right now. Yeah. We are in the collision of the best of times and the worst of times. And the tension, the tension is what everybody is feeling. And if we, if, if we have no, if we don't have the anointing of the sons of Issachar, we're going to miss this time. Totally. Totally. Man, if we've ever needed clarity in, in our pulpits, it's, it's today. And we're going to get clarity by not listening to the waters of Babylon. Yes. We're going to get clarity by dropping our bucket in the well. Oh, man. You got to go deep. Yes. You got to go deep. Yes. In the scriptures, there were two things that righteous people did. They built altars, which went vertical. And they dug wells, which went deep. Well, (laughs) there we go. And most places in the Bible where you find altars, you'll find you'll find a well. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's good. And so our churches, you a Bible bomb there. Our churches uh, both need altars. Yes, yeah, gotta have it. There's got to be well. the depth that supports the height. Thank you. But you're not going to get that sitting in Babylon, right? You're not going to get it sitting down, listening to the waters rushing. There, there has to be. I've, I've said this at, at various times throughout the scope of this pandemic. And I don't think it'll change if the whole thing goes endemic or just disappears tomorrow. Because the progressive agenda of the spirit of the world will not be going away. Exactly. So it'll morph into tomorrow's battle. But... I think we've got to learn the art as apostolics of disconnecting from certain voices because it's just so easy to connect now. Hello. There may and be some news. You may have to, you may have to shut. What's that? What? And here we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, you talk about a conundrum. Yeah. That's why you have to have understanding or it's just going to be more confusion. Yes. Well, yeah, if you have understanding, you'll do what we're doing right now and embrace the times and thank you. And use the tools at our disposal to do this kind of stuff. Right. Right. Thank you. As long as we stay, as we stay anchored to our purpose yeah. and our purpose is to get people out of bondage. Yeah. Yes. And, 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 and really Bishop, this is, and this is why we so appreciate you, and, and men of your caliber coming on Kingdom Speak, because this is what it's about. Yeah, for sure. People yeah. will listen to, for us to think that someone's going to be put into lockdown and they're not going to listen to somebody is ludicrous. It's so ludicrous. So we've got to give them something to listen to. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. But could you imagine where Israel would have been if David would have hung his harp up? Oh, Yes. Yes. I mean, 
There's 66 books in the Bible. No book the size of the book of Psalms. Right. Right. Where would we be without a harp? <laughs> wow. They hanged their harps upon the willow. And then here is the warfare. Wow. Sing now. Yeah. Yeah. What's the response of the confused? God. Hey, can we... <laughs> Can you sing a song in captivity that was written in captivity? David wrote it in captivity. But he didn't write about being bound. No. No. Even, even the New Testament, Bishop, where you read some of those prison epistles where you have to carefully notice that they were written in prison. Right. It's, so that's not the tone of, of the overall Yeah, it didn't product. revolve around the jail cell. It doesn't sound like a country music song. Here but, I am another day know, in prison, you know? You know why? Because they weren't bound here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is where the war is. Yes, sir. This yes. is where the war is today. Yes. Yep. They weren't this confused. Was, Paul wasn't confused. No. Oh, no. He knew what was going on. <laughs> he, he wasn't said, confused. I am persuaded. Yeah. I'm persuaded. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo. And, and so, so we, we, in, in the quest of, you know, I, I don't go down here, but you know, the, one of the last big fads in, in Pentecost has been to immerse yourself in education. And I'm glad that we have education, but that ain't our answer. No, mm -hmm. our no. answer is not education. Our no. answer is anointing. Our answer is digging deep. Yes. Our answer is the spirit of God. Yes. And that's why, why, why Paul didn't allow himself to be confused. And we got to be careful that we do not take this apostolic experience to a cerebral place that we just know him and wow. serve him between the ears. Because the day that we do that, we are setting ourselves up for the war of the mind. Babel is going to confuse us. Yes. I don't care how many degrees you have. Show me how you dance. Show me how you shout. Show me oh, how you yes. worship. Show me how you talk in tongues. Show me how you preach. Show me how you reach the lost. We can't get confused. Right. We can't get we confused. We do not come to you with enticing words of men's wisdom, but a demonstration. And he could have come that way. He could have blown him away. There was no he one else no more equal. qualified. He had no equal. But he realized that didn't get him a Damascus Road experience. Right. Right. Nor did that sustain him in solitary no. confinement. No. no. So if I could say it this way, some of us need to get knocked off our donkeys. Yes. And, and get a revelation. Yes. Yes. We need a revelation that it's not up here. It's what's in here. Right. That's where the understanding really comes. It's where the, it's where it comes. But Israel had got it out of here, and it was all here, hmm. till finally they responded to their captor. How can I sing Zion's song in a strange land? Well, if you don't learn how to sing in a strange land, you will never sing again. This is a new normal. Yeah. This is where we are today. Yes. We are not going back to 2018, 2019. 
We are not going back to a world pre-pandemic. But the reality is, Bishop, it was a strange land then, too. Well said. Well <laughs> it said. It might have taken this for us to really realize this world is not our home. It's not our home. So how do we sing a song? How do we sing the songs of Zion in a strange land? Number one, you got to get back on your feet. Yes. Number two, you got to get your harp off the willow. Yes. And number three, you start thinking about Zion. I remember the old songs of the church. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. So, so how do we sing the songs of Zion? We get up, we get back on our feet. Yes. What did, what did the old Testament Micah, that old Testament prophet Micah say, rejoice not against me. Oh, my enemy. Or when, for when I fall, I shall arise. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. We got to get up. Yes. We've been sitting down for two years. Yes. This pandemic has put people in, in, in a, in a cowering corner of life. Their lees on their lees. And then when they got up, when they got their harp, when they remembered the thinking of how good God's been to them, they remembered Zion. Then they said, my God, if I ever forget thee, let let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. Let my right hand forget its power. So where we are today, and I'm sorry, I've taken way too long. No, this is perfect. But where we are today is we are a people that need to be aware that the spirit of Babylon is trying to march us out of comfort zones. It's trying to march us out of familiar territory and trying to get us to stop, listen to the waters of Babylon, then sit down and then hang up our heart. Oh, yeah. But I believe in the midst of that, there are Shadrachs, there are Meshachs, oh, yeah. there are Abednegoes, there are Daniels that said, we're not stopping, we're not bending, we're not bowing, we are not going to cease to pray, we are not going to cease to do the will of God, and God will come to our rescue. So this is, this is, this is the passion of my heart today. In, in fact, in the book of Acts, can, can I read one more scripture? Yeah, read it. In the book of Acts, chapter number 19, I read this this morning. In verse 29, and the whole city was filled with confusion. (laughs) And having caught Gaius and Aristarchus, men of Macedonia, Paul's companions in travel, they rushed with one accord into the theater. That's where confused people run. Running into the theater where there's acting and play acting and and trying to take what's not real and make it real. They rushed into the theater. And when Paul, Paul trying to rescue his brethren would have entered in under the people, his disciples suffered him not to. And certain of the chief of Asia, which were his friends, sent unto him desiring him that he would not adventure himself into the theater. theater. 
Don't get caught up in the Stay. drama, Paul. Stay out of it. Stay out of the drama. No more drama. Stay out of it. <laughs> so if I could say anything to Kingdom Speak, I'd say, don't go to the theater. Yes. Stay out of the drama. Get back to the well. Get back to Zion. Ooh. Get back to the things of God. Because the entire city is confused. The entire world is confused. The church better have her act together. We better keep our minds right. And the only way to keep them right is to keep them stayed on him. Yes. God bless you guys. I love you. I I have to have you men in my life. Thank you today for bringing me into this, however we do this, this, this podcast. God bless you. Thank you so much, Pastor McKillopa. I love you guys to death. Bishop, this has been incredible. Thank you for speaking to to mm-hmm. us and to the needs of the day. Man, I, I thought as you were as you were coming down the to the conclusion here, there was a church in Babylon. Yes, there was. And 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 when when you get to the end of your book, there's a church in Babylon. What would happen if we got up from the banks of the river and got up out of the theaters and went back to building churches? We, 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 we could see revival in Let's the midst do it. of confusion. Let's do it. That's what we got to do. Because people are doing it. Yes. You, you don't hear that in the noise of Babylon, but there's people doing it. Yes. You guys are doing it. Yes. We're doing our best to do it. Yes. It's happening around the globe. Let's get this, this thing done. This is the church's finest hour. I believe that. I believe that. Wow. Man, chime in below and let us know what you what you thought about what you heard today. Um, you think they should subscribe, co-host? Absolutely. You think they should? I mean, if you want to hear more elders like this, yeah. there's no other way. Yeah. Hit yes. the bell. Subscribe. Yeah. And how many people want Bishop Buxton to come back on? Yeah, let us know. Chime in. We got to do Thank this you. again. Thank you, man. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today.